Um, this is the Roundtable. A look at the news, views, politics, and people that are shaping Rutherford County. And good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Tuesday morning edition of the Roundtable. Your hosts, Rick Hall and Wayne Blair, kind of come to you every week with the issues facing North Rutherford County and guests every week. And uh, Wayne, good morning. Good morning. Uh, I know the alphabet this morning. I do. I'm a little. I'm S- a little tired. S E S E C. That's right. <laughs> hey, uh, did you tell me? Uh, good morning, by the way. Uh, yes, sir. You had a good weekend. Uh, did you uh, say something about Coach Heupel? Uh Somebody asked. They did question. a couple of days ago. They had him on a podcast, and uh, it was Taylor Lewan. You know, they've got a little podcast that he does, and he had Josh Heupel on, and they asked him, said, "Well, what do you think of the makeup of the?" Uh, college playoff system and he says yeah it's flawed and he says well every coach that's not in it says it's flawed and he says well it's flawed and he said well how would you fix it and he said well I'll just take the top four SEC teams every year and let them play it out and you got your national champion so I'm sure he made some some great friends off <laughs> that sure comment did. but yeah. uh, but uh, uh tough luck for the uh for the Titans uh yeah. the uh, uh Josh Dobbs, uh, the former Tennessee star, uh, I thought he, I thought he did as well as anybody could, only having been in the, you know, for two weeks. So, I agree. Uh, I just hope they give him a chance next year. I'm a Tennessee fan, and I just yeah. think that's a, that is a great yep. kid. That's the one you want to be front and center, yep. you know, center and represent your club and your team. And yep. he's that guy. But uh, I, I just hope they give him a chance. I agree. Um, this morning, our guest uh, is, a, is a great friend, uh, uh, Mr. Jeff McCann. He is the uh, principal of uh, Thurman Francis Arts Academy, and uh, uh, I, I suspect one of these days soon I'll be seeing Dr. McCann rather than <laughs> Mr., and uh, we're, uh, we're, we're pleased to have you. And uh, Rick and I try to get our guests to uh, do their own bio, you know, talk about uh, you know, uh, growing up wherever that w- would be, and and uh, family, and uh, you know how how you've grown professionally. Of course, we know where you are now. Uh, audience probably know where like to know where you came from. Well, good morning, gentlemen. It's a pleasure to be with you this morning. Thanks for inviting me today. But a little bit about me from my background. Um, I was actually raised in Wilson County. I'm a Mount Juliet boy. Cool. Graduated from Mount Juliet High School and. Hold a couple of degrees already from MTSU and uh, working on a third, like you mentioned. Um, but I'm in my seventh year as the principal at Thurman Francis Arts Academy there in Smyrna, which has uh, come to be the job of a lifetime for me. It really has kind of been my utopia. Uh, but backing up a little bit before that, I spent about 14 years as a, a band director, both at the high school and middle school levels. I started out up in Springfield at Springfield High School, Springfield Middle School. That's up in Robertson County before I was fortunate enough to get to come home, so to speak, to, to Rutherford County where I, I taught band at, at Roy Waldron, at uh, Stewartsboro when it went through eighth grade. I also taught at Smyrna Middle for a while. Um, but my progression has just been um, kind of a, a natural one at, at Roy Waldron. I got to work for some great principals, including uh, John Dinkins, many of you know. Yep. Yes, um, I had the pleasure of getting to work work for him as a teacher. And when he moved on to open a new school and the assistant principal moved up uh, to principal, that was Jerry Hessen. really enjoyed working with him. Um, I was fortunate enough to become his assistant uh, for about three or four years. And then uh, he retired, and I took over at um, 
Roy Walter and his principal. Then I left there in 07 to open a new school, Laverne Lake Elementary. Right. That's right. Um, and so I kind of built that from the ground up. Spent about nine years there before I was lucky enough to get the position I have now at Thurman Francis. I suspect opening a brand spanking new school, what elementary, middle, high school, it doesn't matter. It would really be a challenge. It was, it was, it, but it was a lot of fun. I always recommend to principals that, hey, every principal needs to open a new school, but just once. You can only handle that about once in your lifetime. So. Rick and I say that about you. Everybody ought to at least run for uh, a office, an at office once. at least once. Agreed. Just like yeah. everybody ought to be a server in a restaurant for a while. Amen. Exactly right. Amen. Yep. Amen. Uh, family history educators. Actually, no. My father um, has an accounting background. He he was a financial officer for many years for for several companies in New York. My mother was a nurse, um, um, and they're still they're still kicking and doing great. Great over in Mount Juliet. Um, I have three sisters, none of which are educators. Um, <laughs> it's interesting though, but um, that I went into that, and really the reason I went into education is is um, uh, really the influence of the teachers I had not only in elementary, but especially middle and high school, had so many great teachers that really um, developed a love of music um, in me. So I wanted just to continue that um, and, and continue working, you know, with kids in that same realm myself. Um, so, but, I, but I'm, uh, I'm married to an educator. My wife is a, um, is a school counselor right now. And my two daughters, um, one of whom is a, is an attorney in, in, in Davidson County, and uh, my other daughter works at Belmont University. We tried to steer them away from education, but <laughs> lo and behold, they came right back. Even the attorney um, spends a lot of her time working with uh, Metro National Schools as, as part of her job. And then, like I said, my youngest daughter working at Belmont University really works with students all the time. Exactly. So... Uh the the musical inclination is is that a family thing? I have no idea where that came from. No, nope. <laughs> okay. neither of my parents are are musically inclined. That was just something that developed in me as and, a kid. And your favorite uh, musical instrument? Well, I, I I'm a trumpet player by by, by trade. Um, I majored in trumpet in in uh, in high school, so that is definitely my favorite. I could think when my daughter. We were talking off mic, but my daughter. You know, the first year you came in, and there was such a difference when you came in because you, I think, at one of the school assemblies, you broke out your trumpet and played in it. And he, <laughs> I still do that he's wore some costumes in, and really, I've done that a lot. And too. It, you saw the kids open up. You know, it's a total change when you get somebody. And uh, yeah. we sit here now, and the age we are, and we look back at the teachers we had, the impact that they've made on us. And I know that it made an impact on my daughter, and I just imagine. How many kids usually? I can't. I know her classes are pretty small, but if they still stayed around the, they are. Number. You know, most of our classes have about twenty students in it, um, yeah. um, or some of them even uh, a little bit less than that, depending on on what grade level we're talking about. So yeah, yeah we're a pretty small community there. Only about six hundred and sixty kids total right now in K through eight. So kind of uh, yeah. give us a structure because I I okay. think at one time you had uh, students that. Uh, were going the arts path, and then you had a group in maybe in the annex that yeah. that were not. Has that changed? Well, we first of all we'd have both an elementary and a middle school setting um, at our school, and they're 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 kind of divided by um, by building. We do have an annex that houses mainly our our middle school, but that's they're not completely separate. But initially, when the school was first created as, a, as a, an arts magnet school, um, we had an arts magnet component, 
And then we had a component of students who were actually not part of the magnet. They were simply zoned for our school because, uh, you know, because of the lack of available um, classroom space, you know, throughout the Smyrna area. But um, a few years ago when they opened Rocky Fork Elementary, they were able to rezone all those students who really weren't part of the magnet. Um, so now for the last couple of years, we've been a full magnet school. Whereas before that, we kind of had two schools in one, a magnet and a non-magnet setting. So, but now we're full on magnet. And the arts part of that, explain what that is, or magnet, what's, what's it different sure. than the traditional? Uh, a, a couple of misunderstandings I want to clear up first of all is that um, um, you, even though we are, we are, we are called Thurman Francis Arts Academy, um, we're an actual, actually an academic magnet school. Our, our qualifications for entry are academic. Students have to be high-performing academically in all subjects um, to qualify for our school. They have to have a pretty high IQ to get in. Now, when, when, when they get here, though, we're able to provide a lot of additional courses in the arts that they might not get at other schools, which really kind of helps us focus on developing the whole child. Where we're not just focused on academics, even though that's our biggest focus. Um, we do get to provide a lot of, of additional instructional classes in art. So a high-achieving child without a musical talent would still be... Absolutely. You do not have to have any kind of talent whatsoever. You don't have to audition uh, to get into our school. Uh, you simply have to pass the academic screenings. Um, and um, maybe the audience would like to know what those screenings uh, contain or what are those screenings? Well, there's not a whole lot I can uh, re reveal with our lower kids. We do give um, a rudimentary type IQ test um, uh, just to, to give us an idea what the student's IQ is. You know, we look for kids that are that are in the gifted range. Okay. Um, and we oftentimes get kids from other schools that have already qualified for gifted services, in fact, that get to come to us and, and qualify uh, to get in. Now, when you get into upper grades, we go mainly on test scores, how you do on that TCAP test, that TN Ready test at the end of the year. Um, and we take those kids that are, that, that are the higher performers in those areas. So we're in the second half of the school year. What, what's the process? So if I've got a child that's going to be ready for kindergarten or first grade, what's the process as far as if you, they feel like their kid may have a shot or be gifted? What do they sure. need to do? Well, the first thing you do is go to our website, tfe.rcschools.net, and there's an application you have to fill out and complete. Um, it's a new process for us this year. We're moving to a district-wide common um, application for all the magnet schools and the new choice seat schools. We're all using the same application. So there's a little bit of growing pains there that we're trying to figure out. Uh, but if you'll go through that process and submit your completed application, part of which is a recommendation from a former teacher or your current teacher, um, and then we'll schedule a time if need be for you to come in and be screened, or we'll just look at your test scores. Now those applications are due by the end of this month. January 31st is the deadline to apply for the upcoming year so make sure you get that in on time but give us a call if you have any problems with that application or any questions about it so a child who's going to be a kindergarten student um, i would think that'd be a little more difficult to pursue from that angle since there's not previous academic sure. uh, background there sure you know a lot of a lot of kids though do go to a pre-k program um, or, or even a daycare program, and that, that's where they can get that, that teacher reference or recommendation okay. from. But we will bring all those kids in to screen them. We use a, a common screening tool, same tool that, that McFadden uses in Murfreesboro. So do you have the same number of students per grade? I think you said you had 
it can students. vary. We we have space for sixty new kindergarten students. Okay. Um, uh, although I I think if we get up to eighty that qualify, I can I can work <laughs> out a, an additional position. We would love to get to four kindergarten classes if sure. we have enough students qualify. Other than that, typically we have four homerooms per grade level. Pretty much every grade K through eight. That's amazing. I was there back in the uh, late 60s. Uh, I think uh, I attended uh, Thurman Francis the year after it was uh, after it was up. Of course, it wasn't an academic uh, <laughs> program at that time, yeah. or magnet, if you will. Right. But uh, as far as my uh, 12 years of, uh, of secondary education, uh, you know, primary, elementary, middle, and uh, the when it was a junior high there, right. I, I just that was my best year there. Uh, it was brand new facility, air conditioned. Yeah. Uh, all the teachers were motivated. They were happy to be there. So it's just a great experience. Yeah. Well, I can't tell you how many people I talk to in the community that have gone through Thurman Francis as a student at one time or another. It's been through several different phases. You're right, it opened as a junior high school um, back in the late 60s. Um, so it was uh, 7th, 8th, and 9th and fed directly into Smyrna High School. Mm -hmm. um, and then it became, I think, a 5th and 6th grade school for a long time okay. and went through a period of transition there. And, and, and then finally we added additional grades to where it's the current structure it is now. Yeah. Since you're a middle school, do you have athletic teams? We do. We have pretty much every athletic um, sport available at, at any other middle school, with the exception of football. We don't. We're not quite big enough to field a football team. Do you? Um, Central Magnet has a TWSAA allowed them to choose a school that their that their students could participate, which is equal. Right. Uh, right. Do, is there a program that your students would be allowed to not to, currently for football we okay. they don't allow us to do that okay i just i, I just want really football is the only the, the only hope we have every other sport yeah, that you can think of okay do you it, it, it astonishes me and that was part of when a short term i was on the when i served on the commission our magnet schools unfortunately it's like our older schools with central i you know the old central high school is the magnet right. school for the high schoolers and then you know, Thurman Francis is an old, you know, age school, but uh, uh, you've done, I feel like, just because when my daughter was there, that uh, y'all made great use of that building and kept it in pretty good shape. Well, we do. We work hard to, to, to try to do that. You know, we still have our um, our shortcomings facility-wise, but the district does a really good job of helping us keep things um, up to date and, and in decent repair. Yeah. I think McFadden has that same issue. They do. They uh, yeah. with Dr. Blair over there. The, you know, just, That's just right. wear and tear. But That's all it is. Um, right. The uh, citizens of the county have sure certainly gotten their uh, money's worth on on the uh, tax dollars that it took to uh, build all three of those facilities. That is true. That they're still standing. I think Central. What in the forties, maybe? Uh, and I'm not even sure about McFadden. Well, they're both two of the older facilities in the district. They're even older than we are. Right. The educators that you hire, you've got on staff there. Is there any certain special designations or anything they got to have, or what's the process for? Those no, teachers? you know we have very very little turnover as it is. So whenever yeah. we replace positions, you know, typically we look for teachers that have had success other places. You know, that's our top priority to see teachers come in with experience and. Um, 
um, and, and really some some demonstrated success academically with their students. That's the, we're not always that lucky. We don't always have that big of a talent pool to pull from. You know, the teaching um, field um, right now is really shrinking, um, and we're suffering from a, a, a lack of qualified, a really strong qualified applicants, uh, particularly in areas of secondary math and science, are really a, a cause of concern for us right now. Wow. That's not just us, but that's any school. In I was going to say, yeah, pretty much everybody yeah, across I mean, the board. I mean, that's probably a, a nationwide issue I think as so. well. And uh, MTSU in the day would, in the or in the past, would put four to six hundred or more right. teaching uh, applicants out there, and and now I think it's what under two hundred. Uh, definitely, yes. So, I don't. If that many. Uh, I know the fairs. The recruitment fairs help, and uh, but uh, I, I guess it it all begins and ends with uh, with what the legislature uh, does. I, I guess that drives that. I would agree machine. with you. I would agree. So, but uh, uh, talk about uh, each grade, maybe, and I I don't want to get you know too methodical here, but you know what. What are you looking for each grade to, to, to achieve, especially the ones that go through the arts pathway, career? Path? Well, I, you know, first of all, I think our our, our goal is to pre- prepare our students for some of the more advanced high school programs that are out there. You know, traditionally, a lot of our kids have gone on to Central Magnet School, uh, but the, um, in Rutherford County, we're blessed with so many strong high school programs now. We send a lot of students now to the um, um, the International Baccalaureate program that they have at uh, Oakland and the Cambridge program they have at Smyrna, the Collegiate Academy they have at Blackman. There are just so many great opportunities for, for, our, for our advanced kids to explore in high school that they're not confined to just uh, Central Magnet, although many of them still want to go there because that right now is, is really kind of the... Uh, the the premium I think uh, among our high schools around here but but uh, as far as arts go and the great thing about our school is um, when you get to a certain point fourth grade and up really um, you get to take two different elective periods in one day where you can explore the different arts Um, you know you can you can start playing in the string orchestra as early as fourth grade Um, you can start learning um, percussion and um, keyboarding piano keyboarding skills in fourth grade if you want um, and then, you know, as you move into the middle school grades, you get to take um, dance as an elective. We have a, um, not only a visual arts class, but a digital arts class. We have a television broadcasting class. Um, we have a um, science, technology, engineering, and math class called, called STEM, STEM, which a lot of schools yeah. offer now. Um, but that is definitely a, um, one of our premier programs that we have, too. That's amazing. Well, we're coming up against our first break, and you're listening to the Thurman Francis uh, principal, Jeff McCann. And uh, we'll take this break and be right back with you in just a minute. This is the Roundtable from News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and worldwide at WGNSRadio.com. It's a slick pig barbecue. Spicy wings and Brunswick stew Everything made fresh for you At the Slick Pig Barbecue There's lean smoked turkey and chicken too Ribs so tender don't need to chew Well come on folks, I'm telling you It's the Slick Pig Barbecue 
1920 East Main, you're going to love the pig. The Slick Pig Barbecue, a Murfreesboro tradition. Del Wamsley and the Wealth Cycle. This is the wealth cycle that I've taught for 30 years. Buy one house, 10 houses, an apartment, two apartments, 820, 500 units, 1,000 units, 2,000, 5,000 units. And as you keep putting the money and the profits back in, you become one of those rich people. And much quicker than you'd even believe. Learn Dell's wealth cycle at GiveMeTotalFreedom.com. Use promo code 2022. Save 60%. Code 2022. GiveMeTotalFreedom.com. GiveMeTotalFreedom.com. My name is Jennifer Sanchez. I'm the manager over Steered Straight Thrift Stores. At Steered Straight Thrift Stores, we work with local school students to help them understand the consequences of adverse behavior. At Steered Straight, we focus on prevention. We employ over 20 people from all walks of life. And each of us has a story. Mine is of recovery. Dear Straight Thrift Stores. 1007 Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard and 845 Middle Tennessee Alpha Church. MTSU Arts, together with Ascend Federal Credit Union, provide hundreds of performances, exhibitions, and concerts annually. My name is Timothy Wales. I'm a liberal arts student at MTSU. This is Jasmine January. I'm a music industry major at MTSU. I'm Alec Barger, a graduating senior at MTSU. Just as our students enrich their lives by showcasing their skills, we invite you to enrich yours by being an MTSU Arts patron. Visit mtsu.edu slash mtsuarts for more information. This is Good Neighbor Events with Bart Walker. Brought to you by AmeriCare Pest Control and the Law Offices of John Day. This is a paid legal ad. Hi, this is John Day of the Law Offices of John Day. I've lived and worked as a lawyer in Middle Tennessee for over 30 years, and to me, every single day has been an honor. That's why our firm is so involved with community programs like bicycle helmet giveaways and our Safe Ride Home program. At the law offices of John Day, we're not just looking to make donations. We want to make a difference in the community we hold so dear. And if you're ever injured, know that we are here for you too. Celebrating 76 years of service to Rutherford County. Now WGNS Good Neighbor Events. This is your final week to buy one and get one free. Monthly and yearly passes to Sportscom and the Patterson Community Center. You have until this Sunday to buy one and get one free. At the Center for the Arts in Uptown Murfreesboro, it's Joseph and his amazing Technicolor Dream Coat. That's at the Center for the Arts now through January the 29th. U.S. Senator Marsha Blackburn is the guest speaker at the Republican Women of Rutherford County's meeting, 6 o'clock Tuesday night, January 17th. That's at Carriage Lane Inn, 337 East Burton Street. Do you have your tickets yet for the Tennessee Philharmonic's Romantic Encounters? That's the Valentine's Concert. It's Thursday night, February 10th at 7 o'clock at Bel Air Baptist Church. But you need to get the tickets now. And you can get them online through the Tennessee Philharmonic Orchestra. Those are WGNS Good Neighbor events. Good Neighbor Weather. We'll see mostly sunny skies here for this afternoon, a high in the upper 50s. Southwest winds at 5 to 10 miles per hour. Tonight, mostly cloudy skies and a low near 44. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Vujicic on News Radio WGNS. Currently, it's 33.
Do you suffer from peripheral neuropathy in your hands or feet, burning pain, balance problems, and decreased quality of life? Magnolia Medical Center can help. This is Dr. David Morris with Magnolia Medical Center. We're in the Ascend Building near the Fountains in Murfreesboro. Online at magnoliamedicalcenters.com. This is the Roundtable from News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and worldwide at WGNSRadio.com. And good morning again, and welcome to the second segment of the WGNS Roundtable with your host, Rick Hall and Wayne Blair. And it's our pleasure to have uh, Mr. Jeff McCann, uh, who is principal of Thurman Francis uh, Arts Academy, which is uh, one of our magnet schools here in uh, in Rutherford County, public school, a choice school. Uh, so there are choices here in Rutherford County, if anybody did not know that. So... We're uh, we're glad to have you, and we've you. we've kind of taken you all over the board uh, this morning. <laughs> but uh, we just you know uh, just like to know uh, about the academic and the arts program there at your facility. Sure, and uh, you know uh, for for a long time, I think people referred to Thurman Francis as one of the best kept secrets in Rutherford County. Um, um, hopefully, we're getting past that where more people know about us. But a lot of people for a long time didn't know much about our school. Um, and the fact that we were truly an academic magnet and a great place to bring your kids um, if you're looking for uh, an accelerated academic program. But again, our hallmark, I think, is, is all the arts offerings that we um, have at our school. Um, you know, for instance, we're one of the few schools you can go to and take a class in guitar um, and ukulele. Those are two great classes offered by our uh, music teacher, Mr. Thiemann. Um, you can also, we have one of the few strings programs available for lower grades in the district. And really, uh, Eric Swaim is the guy who started all that many years ago at Thurman Francis. He started the strings program from the ground up, which has really been another one of our hallmarks for a long time. In fact, one of his former students now is uh, a student at Juilliard School um, in, in New York. We're oh, wow. super, super proud of her for her hard work okay. getting to that point. And with it being a magnet school, I think a lot of people don't understand. You'll take students from all over Rutherford County. That correct? is that is correct. We serve students all over Rutherford County. You do not have to live in the Smyrna area to attend our school. Oh, and I think the only trouble with that is is transportation. Right. You don't run busing service like a traditional school would. True, that can be a challenge. The parents yeah. have to provide all all the transportation to and from our school, yeah. but they seem to manage to do that they sure if they do. want that opportunity <laughs> for their students. So, um, if you have a lower grade say a, a third grader, uh, and they have a desire to pursue uh, a musical instrument, sure. but they've had no previous uh, opportunity to work with that stringed instrument. Mm -hmm. Is that opportunity available just as a beginner? Yes, we start them from the ground up. Okay. Um, and in, you know, like I say, you can start as early as fourth grade, but you don't have to start that early. Let's say you, you make it to fifth or sixth grade before you decide that's really what you want to do. You can still join that program and, and we'll teach you from the ground up. So you can join as a beginner really pretty much any time. I always wanted to learn to play the guitar, but I guess yeah. I'm a little old for your program. <laughs> I never. <laughs> There's a guy in my building I'll hook you up with. He can help you with. Uh, and, and what I'm amazed with is the programs there because you literally have student-run bands that play every program that you don't see at most of the schools. And, and I, I mean, they're just, they, and they're good. Right. <laughs> they're really good right. for their age group. 
And uh, they, uh, my daughter sang in a band, you know, in middle school that they literally had a full band that they did and actually did a couple of places outside of school that they went and performed at. But and that's um, another opportunity. We have a rock band yeah, typically exactly. from year to year. They're run yeah. by students, you know, and they pretty much perform several places. And they are good. You're right. So recap again, so if somebody's just now tuning in and everybody that's listening, this is uh, Jeff McCann. He's the principal at Thurman Francis Arts Academy in Smyrna. But if somebody's got a child that they want to apply, walk through again what they need to do. Again, all you need to do is go to our website, and and the application is easy to find there. It can be a little challenging to navigate. There There are a lot of components to it, and you have to have everything ready to upload, including test scores if that's applicable. Um, and as far as a recommendation from a teacher goes, all you do is give us their email address and we send them that form automatically to, to, to fill out fill and get out. back to us. They don't have to have a letter written, anything like that. So with 60 brand new spaces in kindergarten, what is your average space? Because you have children moving, you know, moving up each grade right. each year. What, what do you normally have available? For That's a great question. And it can vary from year to year to year, but I have the numbers right in front of me that we have. Um, Our projected open seats for next year, obviously those 60 in kindergarten, um, it looks like we're going to have about six openings in first grade. And keep in mind, these numbers can fluctuate over the summer depending on if folks move away, um, which happens a lot. Uh, We're going to have about 25 openings in second grade because we actually have an additional class between first and second grade. That's why there's so many openings there. Uh, about five openings right now for third grade and when you get into fourth grade the rosters expand we all uh, more students can be accommodated per class it goes from a maximum of 20 to a maximum of 25 so we'll have 23 openings for fourth grade next year eight in fifth and then in middle school we always have some spots um, for folks that want to join us after after elementary and just come in middle school so about 25 students per grade level in six through eight I think we can accommodate as new students this year uh, since I asked a good question, let maybe ask one that's not so smart. Uh, I guess you have a waiting list. Uh, is that would that be appropriate? I think we've gotten to the point since we um, have become a full-on magnet and rezoned the students that were not part of the magnet. That opened up so many additional spots. Uh, we, we we pretty much eliminated most waiting lists. Now we still have a few, like particular in first grade next year, only six openings and only five for third grade. There'll be some waiting lists for those particular grades. So as after the uh, Christmas break, <clears throat> and, and students are coming back to their programs, would it be almost impossible to move from a another elementary or primary school? into your program because they would be too far behind? That's a great question, and, and typically you are correct. We don't accept transfers mid-year. Okay. Uh, usually our deadline for that is about Labor Day, just because of the fact that we move so fast with the with the content and the curriculum that any student coming to us from, a, from another school is typically going to be behind where we are, and there's just too many gaps there to, 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 to close in that short amount of time. Now, are you teaching the same content that the, – the kids get from the other schools does that at a faster pace or more in-depth pace or how, how does that change that, that is an accurate way to say that um yes we do teach the tennessee state standards just like every other school we follow the same um scope and sequences and instructional calendars that that, that the rest of the schools in the district follow but you're right we can move a lot faster and we can go a lot deeper into the curriculum so in your um, in your middle school um your algebra one 
uh, Algebra II as well? Well, for, for the last several years, we've offered what is known as integrated math, which is a combination of, uh, of algebra and geometry. Uh, we are, the district is moving away from that next year, so we will offer an Algebra one class and a Geometry class okay. as two separate classes in middle school. And typically those can, you can earn high school credit for those. In addition to our Spanish class, uh, one thing I neglected to mention is we offer Spanish instruction from kindergarten through eighth grade. And in middle school, you can take that class and earn high school credit um, up to two years of that ahead of time. So as far as the Spanish class, is that in your regular curriculum each year so every is. student is going to get Spanish every year absolutely and elementary that's is a, part of the related arts rotation that, that's such a great idea it is now do you have any students that are like English as a second language at your very place? very few most of the kids when they we and that now I will say we are a very very diverse population so we do have students who English may not be their native language or may not be the, the language spoken mainly at home yeah. but usually by the time they come to us they um, no longer need those English as a second language services but we do have a few and those that do they get that service just like they would at any other school are you seeing siblings following each other in your program? Does yes, typically happen? we have a lot, uh, a high number of siblings in our school, and that's one thing about our school is we like to try our best to keep families together. So uh, a, a sibling that applies to us who maybe they already have a brother or sister that's attending our school, they actually get priority status. If they qualify for entry, they move to the top of the list sure. uh, just in our effort to keep families together because we know how difficult it can be if you've got mm -hmm. kids in two different schools, three different schools, and you're providing the transportation. Right, right, right. I've got some other family members that got some students there, and there's three boys, and two were in, and the third one was coming in, and yeah. it wasn't as maybe as smart, but I'm going to tell you, he's caught up, and I think he's passed the other two as far That's as, awesome. as uh, you know, his grades and what he's doing and his attention to loving education like he does yeah and we do our best to get those kids in yeah i think that's so. called motivation it was <laughs> well he's not going to be outdone by his brother well you know <laughs> and and competition you know either in in the family or competition in the school uh right. if it's in the right direction i you know if it motivates a child to you know to work harder to uh to do better with the uh you know with the sciences and the maths and and foreign languages that just that's just a win for everybody. And believe me, our students are very competitive with each other, especially. They <laughs> sure. are very competitive. I, uh, yeah. That's, and that's, you, you want it that way, I, w I would think, you know, for everybody to uh, right. uh, rise to Agreed. whatever their level There's nothing of, wrong with a little healthy competition. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Level of success, I guess. Um, trying to think as far as, uh, you know, trying to think of another question to uh, get you to dissect your, uh, your uh, academic program. Let's talk about after-school uh, opportunities, oh, extra, okay. extracurricular stuff at our school. We do have a lot of clubs in addition to the sports that we mentioned. We have a lot of clubs. Um, new to us is a paleontology club um, that is so popular among our kids we had to split that into two. We actually have two paleontology clubs. Wow. We have a couple of photography clubs. Photography is a is is quite a popular hobby amongst our students, and we have a great um, art teacher who excels with, with with photography, and so she has a nice club for that. We also have some art clubs that meet after school. We have dance um, groups that meet after school um, on a regular basis. We have a fantastic drama program that puts on a big production or two every year. This spring they're going to be doing, I think, the Adams Family. 
um, that we're really excited <laughs> about uh, about seeing that. Um, we have a choir that meets um, before school too, and they are they are fabulous. Mr. Thiemann leads that group, uh, and they really uh, sing very well. He he has a habit of being able to develop some singing abilities in our students that they really didn't even know they had. That's amazing. He's mm-hmm. amazing teacher yes he's fully engaged with his students and you really kind of tell it through his actions and what he's got it's amazing Uh, not to mention robotics and coding those are very popular clubs at our school too we have kids that that, that really um, love that kind of thing do you have any uh, any of the clubs that are community or service oriented we have um, just developed one of our teachers mrs. Tuverson developed a uh, created a kindness club um, that really um, kind of does some outreach stuff not only within the school to develop um, you know that trait among our kids but they're also planning to visit one of our local um, senior citizen homes to 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 just kind of spread that kindness um, uh, vibe to them too and just let them know that hey there are people out there that care and I'm sure you like all other schools rely on a little bit of the community's help and things like that is there sponsorship opportunities or things like that well, you know, our, our biggest fundraiser every year we call um, Ram Run, yeah. um, you know, which typically some of our, our lower kids go out and, and they run, and our older kids get to play a big kickball tournament, and we just seek sponsorships for that, and there are tons of local businesses that really uh, kick in. Uh, this year we raised over $70,000 oh, wow. just through donations from, from businesses and from individuals um, that did that. So you know, there are lots of opportunities. And we have a lot of parents who, who are business owners, too, who, who really provide a ton of support um, through our PTO, which is a phenomenal group of parents um, who work so hard to support our school in so many different ways. Yeah. I mean, they're kind of the driving force behind that that RAM run. So uh, if you're a parent who really wants to be involved in your school, our our school has opportunities for that for you. Yep. So you're listening to Thurma Francis's principal of the Thurma Francis Arts Academy, Jeff McCann. <laughs> I got tongue tied there. I stayed up too it's late okay. watching that Georgia game last <laughs> night. But uh, I, I appreciate your, you coming on with us today. And I, I guess I want to – is there any staff people or people that you like to – Teacher-wise, it's had awards or anything that you'd like to recognize with the. Uh, well, our the teacher viewers? of the year this year, elected by the staff, is uh, Brandy Brenneman, yeah. who is our who is the teacher of our new STEM program. Then she offers STEM instruction K through eight and runs our after-school robotics programs. So we're super proud of her. Uh, she's just a fantastic teacher. But many, we have so many great teachers um, on our staff that really, just about any one of them could have been elected and 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 would have been well deserving of that so tell us about the stem program i meant to bring that up earlier and i forgot because i think uh, we've gotten pretty familiar with it but those out sure. there haven't heard of it what what the it's a it's the letters stand for something but what, uh, it stands for science technology yeah. engineering and mathematics and really that's yeah. a it's, it's a project-based learning type class where they actually work on um you know really engineering focused um uh, tasks and problems that they have to solve. Yeah, it's a little real-world type it stuff. It is, yeah, always, very much. I always was the opinion they ought to add an A in there. Uh, steam. Steam. And, and the A should be for agriculture because that seems to be one of the uh, biggest problems that seems to be evolving in this nation and the world is, is trying to feed everybody. That's a great point, and there actually there actually is a STEAM designation out there. But the A stands for the arts, arts. Yeah. and we're actually moving in that direction to become a STEAM designated school, I did just not because know. of our okay. incorporation of the arts there. Because STEAM, 
<laughs> put, <laughs> you gotta, put the agriculture on the end or put the arts on the end. I don't know, but uh, I, I enjoy the arts, but I think I enjoy eating a little bit more. So maybe the ag- agriculture comes mm-hmm. along. Uh, you know, uh, I know one year there was a big, and this might have been prior to your tenure, where they re- they made a, a garden out in front of Thurman Francis. Well, we they did create what's called an, an art trail out in front of Thurman Francis, and it was dedicated to former principal Jerome Drake, um, who was the principal when they first transitioned into an arts academy. And it is still maintained by our parents and PTO, and we have families that um, sign up to to maintain one of the mounds out there, uh, and they do a great job with that, and the PTO has kicked in a lot to help maintain that whole um a landscaped area out there. It's just a really nice landscaped area with a trail and a lot of plantings and stuff out there. And a lot of artwork on display, a lot of outdoor artwork is out there too. Do the students have uh, availability to uh, to access that, that, that Yes, area? they're out there almost every day. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. Uh, I, I wondered at, at a, a magnet school, uh, is uh, is recess uh, part of the? Uh, Absolutely, record. it is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> parking lot. <laughs> you know, and that's what really state law mandates that we provide a certain number of minutes of uh, um, um, unstructured playtime uh, for students outside every day. So, and we're happy to do that. They need it. Um, how many portables? Are, well, I always refer to them as trailer classrooms. Mm-hmm. How many trailer classrooms do you have? We have three actually portable um, structures out there. One is is being used full-time for a class all day long, and the others are used for um, different supplemental programs that we have going on. Okay. So they're not always in use, but one of them is. Of course, I've, I've, uh, trailer classroom has always been uh, a thorn in my side, and, and right. the county has about 150 of them, I believe. And, Which is definitely uh, not desirable, but we're having trouble Keeping up with growth in this right, district, as right, we all right. know. As, as we all know. <laughs> Super tough. Well, it's 947. We're going to take our last break. You're listening to Jeff McCann, the principal with Thurman Francis Arts Academy in Smyrna, and uh, we'll be right back with you in just a minute. This is the Roundtable from News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and worldwide at WGNSRadio.com. Hello, this is Greg Tidwell from Bell Jewelers. We're in the love business. People that come in here are happy, celebrating special occasions, and we're very secretive. We don't talk about what people purchase. You need to announce that yourself, but we're ready to celebrate when you are. Come by and see us at Bell Jewelers at 821 Northwest Broad Street. We're across the street from Toots. We're open 10 to 6 during the week, 10 to 5 on Saturday, and close most Sundays. Hey guys, this is Scott. You know, there's a lot of people talking about testosterone. You hear it everywhere, but do your homework and make sure when you go to a provider, go to one you can trust. Personally, I recommend Low T Center. It's where I get my levels checked. Low T Center exclusively specializes in men's wellness and they check all your levels, not just your testosterone. And they determine the cause of any symptoms you're having and whether you're a candidate for low T or something else like low thyroid or sleep apnea. 
Typically, their annual health assessment is completely covered by health insurance and they check everything, including PSA, which is your prostate levels. And they also check thyroid, liver, and kidney function, cholesterol, glucose levels, and more. Low T Center also has affordable and convenient at-home treatment options. Prioritize your health in the new year. Schedule your annual health assessment at Low T Center today at LowTCenter.com. Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. Here at Bud's Tire, we make buying Michelin tires simpler. I'm Allison Mitchell with Bud's Tire Pros. We offer a straightforward approach to service, including nationwide warranties with every purchase. Stop in today to see our full lineup of Michelin and BF Goodrich tires. For whatever you drive, Michelin and BF Goodrich have a tire to fit any need. Bud's Tire Pros, hassle-free, guaranteed. We're located on East Main Street, exactly three miles from the town square, one mile past Rutherford Boulevard. Visit us online at BudsTireProsTN.com. This is the Roundtable from News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and worldwide at WGNSRadio.com. And good morning and welcome back to the third and final segment of the WGNS Roundtable with your host, Rick and Wayne. And uh, our guest this morning is the principal of Thurman Francis Arts Academy, uh, Mr. Jeff McCann, a good friend and uh, and uh, uh, very valuable uh, academic leader in our community. And we're pleased to have you. I, we were talking before, uh, you uh, recently, your your facility won an award, didn't you? Or, that that or, is correct. We were um, awarded a National Blue Ribbon Schools Award um, this year, which really is an award given to the top schools um, across the nation. Really, and there's a couple ways to qualify for that award. Um, you can be recognized by your state department of education as um, being a, uh, a school with exceptionally high achievement or a school that has done a great job of closing achievement gaps among some of your subgroups. And, and at our school, we really don't have a lot of achievement gaps, so we were definitely recognized for our high um, academic performance these, these past several years. So uh, we got to fly up to Washington, D.C. back in November um, uh, and, and accept an award along with six other schools from Tennessee. So we were super excited about that. And there's some other schools in our, in our district uh, um, um, who were joining their club who have been past recipients of the National Blue Ribbon Schools Award. McFadden School of Excellence has won it a couple times. Central has won it. I know, um, I think Buchanan Elementary has won it in the past. But it's not an easy uh, award to get. You have to be um, picked out by your State Department of Education and nominated for that award. So Do you we're get super anything? proud of that. Do you get anything other than award? We get a nice flag to fly out in front of our school, which is awesome, and a banner to display in our school. And Notoriety, so, huh? Yes, so, yes. Uh, A cash donation would have been nice, too. That would have been, but that's not in the cards. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, we were also talking earlier. Um, if Before we get into that, talk about your uh, broadcasting program. We're, we're kind of... Uh, interested great in I'm that. glad you mentioned that um, we do have a television broadcasting studio in our uh, in our um, facility that really has a lot of state-of-the-art equipment and dr. Teresa wise um, runs that program and does a fantastic job with our kids it's actually a class they can take as an elective in middle school too and basically what they do is they they plan and engineer and broadcast our morning announcements every morning um, uh, over our television broadcast system within the school and so, we have some pretty talented kids that, that may have a future as, 
as broadcasters so, coming up. So this is a classroom that you've turned into a broadcast studio? It is. It is. Wow. Okay. Well, I, don't, I, I don't know that I would call it a classroom. It's a, it's a small um, <laughs> room kind of back in the, <laughs> okay. down, in, down in the basement, so to speak. Yeah. But um, yeah. we have, we've made it work. There's a bunch of schools that's used in every available space. Absolutely. Uh, for, I think we so all are at this I, point. I guess that's, there's a well. whole new tune on your morning announcements. Yeah. I'm thinking Ridgemont High and oh, the yeah. principal <laughs> coming on every morning to oh, it's so TV different. program. Right. right. When, uh, so when Mr. Gill was at uh, uh, Cedar Grove, uh, they they had a they did the same thing yep. in a way, and they called it uh, CGTV. Yeah, uh-huh. Right. So uh, do y'all have a... Uh, a name that you go by? Uh, it's TFAA Live. Well, I'd, get, I'd stumble on that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, we also uh, thought maybe we'd ask you a couple of diff- difficult questions, maybe, uh, or maybe not so difficult. But uh, I think Rick said something about uh, a wish list, number one. Maybe talk about that. And then maybe a, if money was not an object. Uh, was no object. Maybe maybe that's a separate sure. list. Well, I think if you ask anybody at our um, at our school that's involved, whether it's a student or parent or, or teacher, uh, they would say, uh, you know, facilities, um, updated facilities are uh, a big desire of ours. Namely, we would love to have an adequate auditorium at our school. Being an arts-focused school, the only one in the district, we really don't have a good performance venue. We have to use our gymatorium basically, where the acoustics are just not good at all. And we've taken many steps to try to improve that, but, um, uh, you know, it is what it is. That that space itself just is not conducive to... to performance so we would love to have an auditorium for our school is there a place to put an auditorium yes we we do have the land there 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 is there is space for it and and there's been talk about that over the years it's just a very expensive endeavor sure so you know that might be something along the lines of if money were no object what would we do um and it would be but but truly if money were no object we we would like a whole new <laughs> facility obviously <laughs> um, with that kind with that stuff built in with with some great performance and rehearsal venues um, um that that would really benefit our programs all the way around you know something i meant to ask earlier but as far as the strings the uh, the instruments uh how are they provided most of the time, parents have to buy those themselves. Okay. Although over the years, we have through through PTO donations and through fundraisers, um, we have been able to um, purchase um, some instruments that can be um, utilized by our students, but they're still owned by the school. Okay. Now, really, any child who 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 wants to play an instrument, we don't want money to ever be um, a, a stumbling block for them. So we'll we'll make it work one way or another. Yeah, I'm thinking my time back there was even you went to a, a music store type thing and you could rent them for you the year. You could rent them for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you were able to get get them that way, and then that way if you see there's real interest in it or not, then you could right. go on and purchase that instrument. Yeah, that's right. Since I don't have a musical talent bone in my body, you know, <laughs> either from instrument or or acapella, <laughs> I'm fascinated by by people that do. Um, so, not to go, digress too much, um, at what point did you pursue your own musical talent? 
Well, it's funny when I, you know, back back when I was that age, it was still the whole junior high and high school structure. So, you know, we, you went to elementary through sixth grade. And then when you moved on to the junior high in seventh grade, you could join the band. Well, I really had no desire to do that because I really didn't have much of a background. My parents had tried to give me piano lessons and guitar lessons as a kid, which I stuck with maybe for about six months. Kicking myself now for not continuing with that because I didn't realize um, how valuable that would be. But... When I got to the junior high school and I saw some of the other kids playing in the band, and I had some friends that were playing in the band, I decided to join in eighth grade, which was an eight, a, a year later, really, than anybody else. Um, and I just uh, realized I had a, a, an aptitude for it, and I, and I really took to the trumpet, um, you know, and, and loved playing that. And I had a great teacher um, in, in junior high who was one of my idols. I really looked up to, and then when I went to high school, the uh, my my teacher there was the same way. Um, you know, he really instilled a love for a lot of different kinds of music, especially jazz, which I really got into um, in high school and in college. So, um, and, and really, just the many performance opportunities they provided for me, and this is another great thing for our students. All those performance opportunities really help you develop a lot of self confidence sure. and mm-hmm. really help build your your confidence skills. So. Uh, have you, are you doing anything with that talent uh, outside the facility? Well, sad to say, once once I stopped being a band director and moved into the office as an administrator, the trumpet kind of went on a stand, and I didn't play <laughs> near as much as I as I want to. I'll still play, you know, occasionally. Uh, I've, I've over the years played and you know done weddings and church um, uh, things like that, um, but. Um, the time that you know that I devote to my job now really kind of um, precludes a whole lot of outside stuff like that, unfortunately. Sure. So, sure. but it's still sitting there, and I look at it every day. It's kind of a- so sometimes I pick it up, <laughs> <laughs> look at it, and put it back. Right. Down. Uh, so uh, if you can uh, if you can play a trumpet, uh, can you blow a bugle? Absolutely. Oh, okay. I used to know all the bugle calls. I used to do it when I was in Scouts as a kid. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a it's a lost talent for me john lodel was my neighbor he's the director of archives but he played the trumpet throughout and it was i could hear some nights i'd be sitting there and all of a sudden i'd hear a trumpet playing where he's seen it in the corner and he decided to pick it up for a minute but uh yeah it's amazing uh talent that uh people have i just don't have an ear for it well if that's the john lodel i know of i think his son pierce Yes, is playing a, trumpet at my school now. Yes, sir. Oh, wow. So, that's, that's great. It's a great it's competition. Really cool. yeah. yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, yeah. That's, you know, just, again, the uh, just seems like uh, students that have that musical talent seem to do very well academically as well. That, you know, there, 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 are, there are study after study that, that, that proves that, that, that um, work in the arts helps your other academic areas as well. That's a uh, once you... Uh, Rick had already alluded to it, but maybe audience as far as applying uh, for a seat in your facility, maybe run through that one more sure, time. Sure, it's real easy. You just go to our website, tfe.rcschools.net, and you can find the application link real easy. Um, and there's several steps to go through to apply. But again, um, you don't have to have any special kind of talent. Um, you, we just look for kids that are high performing academically. So if you have a student or a child at, uh, that's doing very well in another school and you need some more challenge, maybe you're looking for that, um, then I'd encourage you to apply to our school. Yeah, I, I, I want to I attest it's a great program. And if you're able to get, you've got one of those, I highly recommend trying to get them in over there that uh, you'll see great benefits from it. 
We hadn't asked you about your trophy case uh, with, uh, of course, we just talked about this new award. So do you have, uh, I guess you have a trophy case with uh, uh, with the arts awards and trophy case with athletic awards? We have several trophy cases there, yes, and okay. they're, they're quite full. Mm-hmm. We're adding to them every year. Uh, it just, I just, I have fond memories of your facility uh, as, as a student. So, you know, it just was an amazing was an amazing place and we had amazing administration and faculty members in the day then as sure. well so you've you've kept that uh, you've kept that rolling along well Thurman Francis has a long history it really does is there anything we've left out I know we're coming to a close here but uh, is there anything we left out or do you think that we haven't brought up and it's it's tough sometimes sitting on this side trying to ask the questions that we sure and after we walk away we're like god i should have said something yeah, about yeah, this or well, I, you know i could probably talk for hours about our school and, and never run out of great things to say um, about our staff and our students um and i'll be honest with you when i first came to thurman francis that was one thing that really blew me away was well, our students you know the quality of students that we have there and their maturity level and uh, um you know their 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 great skills at at, at interacting um, it really kind of blew me away. Um, so, uh, you know, I love our kids. I love our family. I love our staff there. It's great. You know, um, I have to mention our, our, our school resource officer, Dustin Cox. He told me if I mentioned his name, he'd buy my lunch. So <laughs> we, we love Sergeant Cox at we're our school. Of where we're going to go now. He's had, a, he's had a couple kids at our school, and, and he's really a, a, an icon there, and the kids yeah. really love him yeah. because he has, he's so good at relating with I our kids. I think that's so. another program that we would like to uh, – have here is the uh, school resource officers they he'd be a great one to have been very impactful yeah we wouldn't get any be able to talk any he would take us over right he would. <laughs> we'd have he to pull the reins back <laughs> well thank you again for being here you've been listening to jeff mccann he's the principal at thermo francis arts academy in smyrna yeah. thank you and, sir uh, thank we, you gentlemen. we thoroughly enjoyed it and let us be a resource for you so if you've got a program coming up or something you want to get out please let us know if it's something that you just send us an email or if you'd like to come back on you're always welcome Right. Thank yep. you very much. Yep. Thank you. Have a great week. Yep. Too. Congratulate the Georgia Bulldogs again with a win last night. And uh, I want to bring up the MTSU men's basketball team is 27th on the rankings. Yeah. So they're just out of the top 25. Yeah. So if you're not going and catching one of the ball games, you're missing out over and, at MTSU. And the women, we saw them uh, last Thursday uh, yeah. just uh, just ran San Antonio off the court. So. I think that's the women that are almost ranked. <laughs> Oh, is not it? Yeah, the I, I, you're yeah. exactly right. I'm well, apologizing. they're both great yeah. programs, mm-hmm. yeah. and, uh, you know, just they're fun to watch. Yeah. Well, thank you, everybody, and we'll see you next week. Have a good day.